by your leave for your life. Thou hast made the lips of children, of infants at the breast, vocal with praise. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. I adore thee for those who have never adored thee, and for those who will never know the happiness of praising thee. We all know we, most of the year, say those words every day. And those words, since my arrival, I've always, my attention is always fixated upon those words, especially every time I either hear or say that prayer. I can't get over just that one part. I hope I never will get over that one part. But imagine it. Imagine what a life would be entirely without the praises of God in it. Now, I'm not going to try to describe what that would be like, mostly because it's, for us, so difficult to imagine. But, nonetheless, that those two sentences have sharpened my own adoration to think about all those souls for whom we say that we pray, all the men and women and children, who never have and who never will avert the gaze of their hearts to God in a look of praise, blessing, and love. Souls that will never do that. Abyssus abyssum invocat. It's a great abyss to imagine that. But today I bring this up because I think that the grace of today's very strange festival is, I suppose among others, but I think this novice thinks that the grace of today is adoration. Now today is a strange festival because the massacre of the innocents from a purely natural attitude is probably better forgotten. Forgotten or overlooked as just one more episode in the violent procession of human history, the violent bloodbath of human history, you could, you could say, especially those of us coming from the 20th century, why should we remember today? Why should we remember how a petty tyrant in first century Palestine snuffed out the lives of who knows how many infant boys? What is really worth saying, naturally speaking, about these little lives that were truncated before they ever began? So, from the natural perspective, today is not a festival. Today is a tragedy, not a festival. But, you know what I'm going to say, as usual, the sacred liturgy knows better. How does Mother Church see today? It's a good question to ask, because after all, her eyes see supernaturally on account of the gift and grace of faith. So, in a word, again, I think, she teaches us that these innocents are also adorers. These innocents are adorers. The introit, the epistle, and the alleluia, had we sung it, prove it. The introit, quote, Thou hast made the lips of children, of infants at the breast, vocal with praise. The epistle, quote, And I heard a sound from heaven, louder than water in full flood or heavy thunder. This sound which I heard seemed to come from harpers playing on their harps, and they sang a new song. Worship. 
finally, the Alleluia, Laudate Pueri Domine. Praise ye, O you little children, the Lord. That is the spiritual portrait we are given of these little martyrs. That <coughs> is why then, again among other reasons, why we keep this day as festival for their friendship and in their honor. They are adorers, the mass texts prove it for us. But, as if that weren't all, these little ones are also, I think, a type and a figure of the monastic life. Indeed, we marvel at these little martyrs because, entirely unable to make an act of will or otherwise have any custody over their persons, they witness to Christ. They do something all the same, even though they can't make an act of the will and have no possession of themselves. We all know an infant is entirely dependent on his or her parents. That should sound familiar. According to our Holy Father Benedict, our posture is the same. Quote, chapter 33, Monks should not even have their bodies or their wills at their disposal. Like these little infants did not have their wills or their bodies at their disposal when they became witnesses of Christ. Or, consider the collect. The Holy Innocents, quote, confessed not by speaking, but by dying. Where have we heard the theology of death before? The monk's life is a silent, mystical death. Just ask our two brothers who lay under the funeral palls. The little martyrs were beside you under those palls. They had done it before you. The monk's life is a silent, mystical death. Or, it sounds the collect very much like our mother Mechtilde's in nothing mint. Not by speaking, but by dying, the monk lives. So we conclude where we began. I adore thee for those who have never adored thee, and for those who will never know the happiness of praising thee. So we ask the holy innocents to aid us to do that. We have not their innocence, but we may, like them, adore. We see that their happiness lies in what? Their adoration before God. That's the source, the singular source of their happiness. And so is ours. Their happiness is in adoration, and so is ours, like the prayer says. And lastly, for real this time, if all that be true, I think this is a very striking commentary on the words chiseled in stone beneath our statue of St. Therese. Nisi efficiamini sigla, parvuli, unless you become like unto little children, who knew that the little children we commemorate today are the ones we are also to become like. In the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.